for coming back here to follow the pucks podcast and 15 days until the Minnesota high schools season kicks off with games. So we're fired up about that. And in today's uh, episode, we are going over to Coon Rapids and we connect with the boys head coach there. And again, this was recorded pre final shutdown as well. So some of the stuff we talk about is not really relevant as of today, but just left it in there just for uh, authenticity, but uh, give it a listen. And I think you'll agree. He's trying to build the program the right way. And it'll be fun to see what those kids can do this season. Hello, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. It's follow the puck. How are you? Good. How you doing? Doing great. This a good time or? Yeah. Yep. This is good. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you taking some time here. Uh, catch up on your team and all that good stuff. Um, so what's new over in uh, the Coon Rapids program? Uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, last year was first year. So I was hired um, basically after SCP was over. So my first exposure with the kids um, was tryouts. Um, and the biggest thing is we're looking at changing expectations of what our program is the uh, work that's going to go into it and the attitude that we have to have uh, to basically kind of right the ship and start creating winning ways. So are you from the Coon Rapids district or was it just, uh, how did you get involved in, in that particular program? Um, I actually got involved um, when I started coaching youth hockey seven years ago. Um, Coon Rapids is actually where I got my start. I was coaching, I was an assistant coach um, with the PBA team. Um, and then I'd kind of moved around. I was at Mount Zarendale, um, for three years with the Bantam group, the Bantam double A group, and then at Elk River with the Bantam A group. And now, and then I had the opportunity to interview for the high school job, um, which my wife and I had lived there originally. We had our first apartment basically in Minnesota after we were married, um, in Kunaft as well. So it was kind of nice to kind of feel like going back home. Um, I grew up in Delano, so that's where I played hockey, um, and grew up in that community. So a little, little further than, you know, where I'm from, but uh feels like home now. Well, you grew up in a good program. What what year did you graduate high school? I graduated in 06. So it was the first okay. year that Delmo was able to win a conference. Um, we actually had number one seed in sections. We were unable to get the job done to punch through state. Uh, but Coach Van Bergen's done a fantastic job. Um, basically taking over after Steve Brown has left, and Van Bergen's done a fantastic job of really growing that program. He's had some really good talent as well to really grow around, and it's fun to watch um, your home program really grow. Yeah, I bet. Well, getting back to your comment on changing the culture, that that's actually why I originally got in touch with you. I had a couple of your current players reach out to me on Instagram, and – they had said uh, they're really excited about the direction that you're taking them and the job that you're doing, and they thought it would be uh, fun for more, more people to hear about that, you know, what the progress you're making and, and you know, the team you're trying to build. Right, and we knew at the start, it's, you know, that first year is always going to be tough because you're changing. I mean, we're changing everything and everything we do, everything day-to-day, the expectation on what it takes you know, at practice, you know, what's expected of you during games, the leadership, the team aspect. So, and right now, um, this next year, I'm really excited with the group we have. We've got a group that really gets along well. They work really hard. We don't have anyone that I would say is just an extraordinary talent. We have talent, but no one that's going to stand out above the other. 
And the biggest thing is because we're trying to create that attitude. And when we talk about Coon Rapids, we talk about Coon Rapids as an attitude, not a city. It's, you know, it's gritty. It's hardworking. A lot of these, a lot of these young men have, you know, they have some pretty rough, you know, outside lives of school. Um, and they go through a lot of adversity and we want to take that experience of facing adversity and grow and bring it to the hockey rink. So we're just trying to embrace who we really are. Um, and then again, just making sure that, you know, when we boil everything down to our foundation, that it's work first and control the things we can control, which is attitude and effort. And then everything else will fall in place. Yeah. And that's a big project to take on. I would imagine. It's exciting. Um, my professional life, I'm a chiropractor and, you know, have, you know, built a business and now it's really fun to kind of take that to, um, a hockey program. And we know it's just going to take a lot of work and just a lot of commitment, but I think it's really exciting to start to create something, start to create some opportunities that, you know, maybe haven't been there in the past. Um, and the best, you know, the best part, um, uh, we can just go up. I, you know, before I was even there, they would, you know, can have to be a little bit more laughed at of a program and kind of how they did business. Um, and we really want to change that. We want to make sure that this is a program when we send our seniors off and start to play at that next level that they can come back and just like I do, look at the program I grew up in and be extremely proud of it and, you know, have something to come back home to. And as a coach, I would imagine those watching the kids learn some of these lifelong lessons that you can be a part of is probably pretty rewarding. Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing better than creating positive impacts uh, with people, you know, families, um, kids as well. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Even, you know, some of the youth players now that, you know, I had coached and they're graduating and coming back and still keeping in touch with them and um, to just know that you had that impact and, in seeing, you know, how they are becoming you know, young adults and starting to grow into their own professional lives and in college. And it's fun to see the growth, and it's really fun to see basically like the fruits of the labor. That's when you really notice how fast time goes by, huh? Right. Right. <laughs> so what's uh, the uh, youth program like over there? So nice for our youth program's growing. Um, we've had a really good turnout at our might level. So might and squirts over the last couple of years, we had some really good numbers. We're going to have an extremely talented Bantam AA group this year. Um, we got a really good youth board in place now as well. Again, that's really kind of bought into the overall philosophy of what we're trying to do because we're trying to make sure that we are encompassing all the way from high school down to youth. Um, and then the next part is also making sure that we're getting our alumni involved and knowing the direction we're trying to take this program. So really nice part. We do have some really good, you know, skilled kids coming up. But again, we're we're taking that work philosophy all the way through our youth program, which is going to be great. Who are some of the returning players that we should keep an eye on for your squad? So nice part because last year we were extremely young, so we're going to be returning quite a bit. So some of our junior talent. So Nathan Clark. Terry Koval, who will be a captain, he's a junior captain. Kumani Poor will be a great talent to look at. Another junior is going to be um, Dylan Pack, a uh, younger defenseman. We're going to have a sophomore this year who's a pretty smooth defenseman as well, uh, which is um, Nate Cleansing. He's a great player. I'm really excited to see our goaltender this year. who will be a senior. Um, he was a transfer from Andover last year, so he's ineligible for the season. But Gavin O'Hanlon. Um, should be manning the pipes for us, and I'm really excited to see because watching his growth over the summer has been incredible. 
um, just both in, in skill on the ice, but also just an attitude and, and maturing. Um, some of our seniors that we're really going to be looking at this year, too, is, is Dominic Espinoza, who's a defensive captain. Um, great smooth skater. Um, really, he's probably one of the best defensemen I've ever seen using the stick defensively. Um, he doesn't even have to play a physical game because he just has positioning so well. And then when we look on our forward line as well as, you know, we're looking at Derek Avery to be putting the puck in the net, as well as our other captains of Andrew Racine and Ethan Hansen. So we should have a really nice core group of guys to really build something around this year. And do you anticipate doing anything different from last season, or are you just going to kind of continue the same mold, or what uh, what lessons did you learn after that one year in? I mean, the biggest thing I think was the biggest was the you know seeing where where our skill levels were and what we really needed to assess. Again, like having that first exposure with all the athletes being day one of tryouts and the high school season gets going so quick. Um, you know what we've learned. The nice parts we've had all summer and these kids have been committed to being on the ice. So it's been nice um, to work with them and that. So I mean, the biggest thing is just being adaptable. So starting to get a little bit more complex than from what our basic systems have been. So it's going to be really nice to kind of, we'll just say, open up the playbook a little bit more. Um, these kids are great hockey IQ-wise, so they're really starting to figure it out. So now we'll get to kind of add more pieces in. And, again, biggest part, we just got to keep improving our team staffing. Um, that's the biggest thing that I had noticed is that we had to clean that up quite a bit. Um, and then we're just got to get really committed to playing defense first because, again, we're playing – some pretty heavy hitters here in, you know, in our conference. We got Centennial and PG and Maple Grove and Blaine and Champlin's going to have a great group this year as well. And um, so you got to be ready to go and play strong defensive hockey. And, you know, we want to be opportunistic on the offensive side where if we're getting the opportunities, we've got to make them count. Yeah, that is a, a, a meat grinder of a schedule you have to play. That's fun to, fun to see how the boys respond to competition. Right. So maybe you can't comment on it, but what are your thoughts on the bridge league that's going now? I saw your your squad is signed up, but I don't think you can be, take part in that, right? Correct, yeah. So with the bridge season, they're not allowing um, high school staff to be on the bench. Um, the nice part is we can be involved kind of in the background of it. So we've been working with our booster group and, you know, the parent group to make sure that we're getting – um, a good coach on the bench to help them out. The biggest thing is we want these kids to be able to play hockey. Um, I, you know, we're still talking about it, making sure that we have different avenues given however the season, you know, m- you know, might look. Whether it is a, you know, they make that bridge season into a full season if the state high school league cancels everything and, um, you know, just having some adaptability. But the biggest thing is just let these boys play. But they really enjoy being together. And, you know, we had a team meeting the other day and um, kind of talk about what the options were. And they just want to play hockey. I, You know, every time they hear that their season might be canceled or cut short, uh, it's devastating for them. You know, and we talked about how we're all in this together and we got to be, you know, adaptable and we got to be ready for whatever's going to come. Um, but they just want to play hockey. So the bridge season will be nice to have their first game here Sunday. Uh, which will be great. Um, I'll definitely be in the stands to be able to watch them, which will be fun because, like I tell them all the time, I'm probably their biggest fan next to their mom and dad. So I love watching them play hockey. And that's important for the kids to hear that their actual, you know, their high school coach is cheering them on and watching watching them progress. 
Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. And they've made huge strides. Um, and I mean, I know that they're feeling it too. It's really nice. I mean, it's out of all the groups that I've coached, um, you know, over the last seven years, this is, I've told them, this is the most fun I've had coaching because they're bought into what we're doing and they work hard. And we're not looking at any extraordinary talent where we're going to have one person standing out. But that's the greatest part because now it's a full team effort where they're not just watching one of their players do all the work and they all have to buy into it. And I, I'm really excited for what we have and what we can do this season. And that team aspect is a, a important lesson, I think, even for life. You, you know, you learn how to play as a team, you win as a team, you lose as a team. And that's, that's a good one to learn. Absolutely. Well, and it's important just in life, right? Because again, you're you're going to work with people you may not get along with um, or have different views, but you still have to collectively get the job done, and you have to do it well. And you know, the nice thing is when we start talking about team, um, I always meet with our captains over the summer. We put together what's called our our cardinal code, um, and I let our captains kind of come up with it, and it's what we hold them accountable to. And um, Andrew Racine had a great acronym that he wanted to use this year and they kind of built on it which was trust which was built on team respect unity success and thankfulness uh, and then we kind of broke down what those are but it's going to be great to kind of hold those kids to it because yeah team, team's important and team's family and right now with how everything's going in the world and you know a lot of stress a lot of uncertainty going on it's great to have have a community have a family have a team um, be your support network. And that's why it's so important for us to get these kids to play because that's their support network. Yeah, it is. And if they're having fun and enjoying coming to the to the rink every day, that, I mean, that could be the bright spot of their day. Exactly. Exactly. It's just a nice spot. We want to make sure that the rinks, you know, it's their safe spot. Um, hey, everyone's got enough to deal with, and it's nice to kind of just check that at the door and just worry about hockey while you're there and, let the outside world just be what it is, but basically put it on mute while you're on the ice. Yeah, I love it. Love that philosophy. So do you have somebody that does your uh, video work during the season, films, games, and such? Uh, we usually have Duncan Ray, one of our managers, um, does that. But then we'll have CTN as well as usually at our rinks, which is kind of a local network. Um, okay. Hush Hero and uh, Joe Young usually comment on those. And Perfect. So you, and we to, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, do you mind? So we're redoing our Follow the Puck website, and it actually should be unveiled here this week or next week. But what our goal here for this season is to try to get as many clips of high school teams as we can, you know, because fans may or may not be able to come and watch their teams or whatever. So we're trying to just get highlights or goals or saves or you know, just and we'll just load them into the website, and people can go there and and click on your team and see highlights from you know games during the week and you know that type of stuff. Yeah, and the really nice part, I'll, I'll be able to send that over. So we use Huddle um, for our film, where we basically can upload it. And the nice part, it'll actually do a film breakdown, and we can send those clips to you. Um, they basically separate all the highlights, goals, and everything else, and so we can okay. have that and just send those clips over to you. Because yeah, it's going to be important to get those out to people. Yeah, that's... They might not allow fans, or they might allow one fan. Yeah, exactly, and it's all up in the air, but that that was just kind of our thought is, hey, you know, just for the average high school hockey fan that wants to watch their hometown team that may not be able to get in, we got to have an avenue for them to uh, at least keep up and, and see who's doing what, and so... Absolutely, yeah, it's great. 
Um, well, I'll reach out to you once we uh, get, you know, once the season gets closer and, and try connect either with you or with your uh, video person, just so we can line that up. And but yeah, huddle, huddle does work sweet because, like you said, they break it all down for you, and it's already it's not a whole lot of extra work done from there. So right, right. You can yeah, you can break it down kind of the nitty gritty of it, but they'll they'll do the hard work for you, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, it's the time consuming stuff. Right, I love it. Right. Well, I, I appreciate the time. I, I know you're a busy guy, and like I said, I just wanted to uh, follow up because your players asked me to reach out because they're excited about where you're taking them and how you're leading them, and it sounds like you're doing a great job, and best of luck as things uh, get rolling here. So, Absolutely. Hey, and I always tell them I like to be their, their loudest cheerleader because we got to promote them, right? <laughs> Exactly right. That's why. That's why. What it's all about. Well, they they are feeling it because they're they are the reason I reached out. So they obviously are uh, buying into what you're building, and it's going to be fun to watch from afar. And like I said, best of luck. I it's fun to yeah. see. We appreciate it, and thank you, and thanks for the time. I always love talking about our program. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll be in touch here once the uh, season gets a little closer on the video side. So sounds good. All right. Have a great rest of the day. You too. We'll talk soon. You bet. Bye-bye. Thank you, Aaron, for the time on the podcast. Love talking to the coaches and listening to them talk about their boys and where they're trying to get their program to go. There's a lot of truth in the uh, saying, you don't coach for the money, you coach because you enjoy the process and you enjoy being around the kids and helping the kids uh, learn lessons in life, and that's what it's all about in the end. So thanks again. And again, if you know of anybody else we should be reaching out to or we should have on, send us a DM on Twitter and we'll do our best to reach out and stay tuned for more here. We've got a few more ready to go.